Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Hell yeah, I'm back, and I think my voice is better. It's actually hurting a little bit because I've been smoking, um, and it just hurts my voice a little bit. I can feel the back of my throat getting a little bad, but it's not as bad as last time. It's not going to be no sore throat fucking dumb shit with my stupid strep. We're past that. We're talking football. I'm back. I'm feeling energized. I'm ready to go. We're starting off with the Thursday night game, and you know it's my Jaguars versus Cincinnati Bengals. The Jaguars are uh, underdogs by 7.5 on the road in Cincinnati. I get that. Cincinnati's missing two of their top players, though. Jesse Bates and T. Higgins. That's a little bit concerning for me. I actually think the short week benefits the Jaguars because they have dog shit fucking coaches who prepare these guys horribly, and with a short week, you have less time to do that. I think Trevor just getting the ball and are just getting the week, not having enough time to prepare. It's probably better for a young quarterback who, you know, defenses can't read as well, and they're not able to, you know, I don't think handle as well, honestly, um, on a short week. I, I think this is better for Trevor and the Jaguars. It is going to be a shootout. Um, the over-under is 46 and a half, and I feel like most of these Thursday night games, you know, you want to take the defenses. You think this will be a short game. They'll have time to prepare. The defense is easier. The offense is more complicated. That's going to be bullshit in this game. As much as I do like the Cincinnati DST, and I am starting them in a few places, they're around 15th, I think, or 16th for me in my ranks. I caution, I think you ha- could have, uh, uh, there probably are better options on your waiver wire, uh, like Dallas or, or something like that. Um, because I think this game might be a shootout. I like the over 46 and a half. I like the Jaguars. I'm actually taking them straight up and I like them obviously against the spread. Obviously. Um, that'll, those will be some bets that I'll put out on Twitter tonight, but I'm going to take them. I'm the only one taking, taking Jacksonville this week. I, I'm going to put money on them, putting another, I'm getting another underdog in the AFC South on a Thursday night. I'm doing it. I think last time they were like nine and a half or eight and a half. Houston was, and the Jaguars were seven and a half. I think they easily nail that seven and a half spread. If you have that, you take that and you run with it. I think there's no way they they lose by more than a touchdown in, in this game. Um, I like to I like Burrow as a better quarterback. That's for sure. I think the Bengals are still a little underrated, but this feels like a trap game. And I think the Jaguars get their first win against the Bengals. And the Bengals got their first win against the Jaguars last year, so a little bit of reverse of fortune. I feel like it was actually around the same time too. Kind of odd. Kind of weird, but. Uh, nevertheless, yeah, I'm taking the Jags, uh, over the Bengals this week and, um, sticking to it. I'm like the only one in my pick I'm like both of my pick leagues. I'm doing it. I'm ready to be a winner. You should be too. Even though this podcast will come out like probably like a, an hour before the games. If you get this information or if you're listening to it on a Friday or Saturday, you'll know I'm correct. So there it is. All right. Moving on to the next one. We got the football team versus the Falcons and this is at Atlanta and the football team is only one and a half point favorites. Kind of odd. The defense hasn't looked good. looked as good as people think it has on paper. Uh, they dealt with a lot of short fields last, last week for sure against Buffalo. And that was, that was a big problem. Uh, they were on the field a lot more. Heineke, like I pointed out after the Thursday night game, if you read my readups on Twitter, you know, my at is at Bacon Games Jesse, you'll see that said Taylor Heineke, super inaccurate, did not have a lot of good throws, relied too much on Terry McLaurin. And what did, uh, what did Buffalo do? They took away uh, McLaurin. They had a good. They have a good cornerback. Sure, they obviously cover him, but still, I think this game is a lot. Is going to be a bad one for the Falcons. I got the football team up pretty easy. They're minus one twenty of the money. I, I don't think Taylor Heineke is a good quarterback, but I think he's going to be able to jam the ball to Terry like he did on Monday night against the Giants. A lot easier against the Falcons, who I don't like their secondary. Maybe Josh Oliver is an okay slot guy. 
maybe, but the rest of it, I don't know, like AJ Terrell or any of that dumb shit that they have. Their safeties are bad. The pass rush isn't getting there. Although Fowler looked okay last week, and obviously they still have Grady Jarrett. But yeah, I think the football team will do fine against uh, the the uh, offense for, or I'm sorry, the football team offense will do fine against the Atlanta defense. And when we flip the other side, you know, Matt Ryan hasn't looked very good this year. I still think Calvin really is a supremely talented wide receiver. Pitts is taking a little bit to adjust, which is fucking normal for a rookie tight end. He's not going to come out of the gates blasting and just like, like that, like that meme from Moe's something. So I just started blasting, you know, the Frank one. I'm sure if you've been on the internet for a substantial amount of time, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I don't think Pitts is coming out blasting, but I, I think the football team hopefully makes some adjustments. Del Rio seems like he's doing a terrible job, which is odd. Maybe not. He's you know he's a defensive coach. He was a defensive coach for the Jaguars. I don't think he was that good on the Raiders, but he wasn't bad there as a head coach. Now he's defensive coordinator for the football team, and they're playing a lot of soft bullshit. They shouldn't be matching up in man. They've got great man corners. William Jackson, uh, Saint Juiced is a is on the right. He's on the football team. I want to say Saint Juiced is. Is that is he on the football team or is he on the 49ers? No, Lenoir's on the Niners and St. Juice is on the football team. I'm gonna double check that real quick. Cause I, I just wanna make sure. Yeah, Fuller and Jackson. And then I wanna say St. Juice. Yeah, he is. Okay. He's been pretty good too. I I, I like him a decent amount. But this is still a good defense. They have good players. They just need to like tighten up and not have such a soft zone and just play man more. Play man. Let let these uh let Payne, who had, who had an insane amount of pressures last week, let Chase, let the other guys, what, is, what, what are the other guys' names? Uh, obviously, I love, oh God, uh, Montez Sweat, yeah, Sweat, let Sweat, Young, Allen, and Payne just do what they can do. They also have super, the lowest PFF grade for them is Chase Young with 43. The others are in the top 16 of their respective positions, defensive interior and end. This is still a good defensive line. They just need to tighten up in, uh, on coverage, and they need to let those cornerbacks just man up with guys. Seriously, just let them man up, except in the red zone. I've actually been noticing this. I need to talk about this on the podcast, because I don't really have a good avenue to communicate this like on Twitter as much, but I see so many rub routes or so many like picks on, on the goal line where these stupid motherfuckers are in man on the goal line, and everyone's wide open. The, on the only way to beat that is either play zone or play a man where one guy takes the outside guy and then one guy takes the inside guy. There there's no other way to beat that. They're going to throw... They're going to run those picks that aren't really picks, but they are picks, and they're going to score every time. Why, why are defensive coordinators so fucking stupid? Literally, just play zone, or if you want to be, if you actually really need to play man, like you really need to play man, just play a man where the guy, one guy takes the outside guy, one guy takes the inside guy. Or else there's going to be a billion, like, flying through receivers that quarterbacks hit so easily for a touchdown. You're just dumb. You're giving up points. I fucking hate it so much. Sorry, I have to... I have to comment on that. I don't know if that made any sense to anyone or if anyone even knows what I'm talking about, but yeah, you pay attention. I mean, it'll probably happen in the Jags game tonight. <sighs> Whatever. Um, the football team's still fine. They just need to figure out a few things coaching-wise and scheme-wise and everything. I think Ron Rivera's is still a good coach. Atlanta's a bad team. The football team could be a playoff team, so take them. If the over-under is 47 and a half, I'm probably under on that one. All right, moving on to the Lions and the Bears in Chicago, and this is pretty much a pick because the Lions are plus three. So yeah, this is a pick'em. Uh, Detroit is plus one twenty-eight, and the Bears are minus one fifty-two. The Bears' defense, I thought, would be above average to maybe good. Now they're definitely good. They've got a good secondary. They've got a good pass rush. With Quinn's even been good this year. I I'm surprised. I was very down on him. I thought the Bears might cut him after this year, and this contract would be just a terrible one. But and maybe they restructure because I don't think he's due too much. Uh, a guaranteed money after this season, but he's been great for them so far. Obviously, Mac is there as long as Akeem Hicks is, is healthy, and I don't know how long that'll last. Really good against the run. Uh, the Lions have a good offensive line, so I think they'll hopefully be able to, uh, you know, counteract that a little bit. 
I Roquan Smith on I assume either Roquan or maybe Bush if he plays again safety uh, covers Hawk and I think that's pretty good probably one of the better matchups that Hawk is or one of the harder matchups that Hawk has faced all year if he goes against one I don't know who covers for, for them really uh, but whoever, whoever does that I I think it'll be tough for him and the running backs you know they deal with the linebackers like Roquan really is the big deal there and then we have Jalen Johnson, who's been insane this year. I like uh, Kendall Kendall Vil- Vildor, I want to say is his name. I know his last name is Vildor. I, I, I literally, he's like number 22. I watch that guy every goddamn week. I forget. Is his first name Kendall? Kendall, maybe? Or something? Oh, Kendall. Kendall Vildor. I actually, he's, he's ranked, uh, what, 95th out of 108 for, for PFF. But I think he's actually played really well this year. His coverage grades, actually. Oh, his run defense grades, actually, pretty good. I, I think he's been pretty good in coverage. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I think Dion Bush. Dion Bush is his name. I don't think Eddie Jackson covers tight ends that much, but maybe he will. Uh, I think he's just a better run defender anyway, but nevertheless, that is what it is. Um, I think the the main, the important takeaway, because I am taking the Lions, I don't know if I said that, I'm taking the Lions plus three, and I'm taking the Lions straight up. I th- They've covered every one of their games, I want to say, right? Uh, yeah, Detroit's covered everyone, every single one of their games. They're plus three in this one. I think they win this one outright. I don't think Goff is a bad quarterback as long as he gets time. The offensive line for the Lions has been getting enough time. I'm hoping St. Brown breaks out if he's going up against Vildor, because going up against Jalen Johnson, I assume that's going to be like Cephas or maybe even the guy who broke out last week. Someone like that. I don't, I don't think St. Brown will be on. Uh, I don't think Jalen will be on like that, but maybe they might match up actually pretty well. So maybe he will be on him. But nevertheless, I'm still taking the Lions as long as he, as long as um, Jared Goff has time in the pocket. He's, he's good. I think he'll have time in the pocket. Uh, the Bears offense. Their offensive line is really terrible. They might be the worst, one of the worst in the league. They're, they're god-awful. And it, I, they were god-awful even before that. So, even before last week where they let up nine sacks, I also think the Browns have a good line. So, there's neither, neither here nor there. But it's important context. You know, Fields didn't really get a chance to be good last week. I think I'll be a lot better this week against a bad Detroit defense. But, still a rookie. Still going to make rookie mistakes. I'm not, you know, the biggest supporter of Fields. I think he theoretically could be a bust, even though he was my third-ranked quarterback in this past... Third-ranked? Yeah, he was my third-ranked quarterback this past uh, quarterback draft, uh, or this past draft, excuse me. I like the talent. I think he can run the ball, so he's pretty good fantasy-wise. You know, Jamie Collins is no longer there, but... I do worry a little bit about Montgomery in this matchup, mostly because I think Detroit's uh, defensive line is pretty good, especially against the run. Emily McNeil, you know, those guys up front are are actually pretty good. Uh, I, I was surprised to say that. I was surprised to see that, honestly, uh, in, in all their games, but they they have been. I, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the secondary is that good. If anyone has a day, it's going to be, it's, it's 100% going to be Fields too. Robinson. I think that's how you win this game pretty easily for the uh, for the Bears. If they do win, it's possible they win. This is pretty much a toss-up, but I think the, the Lions have been circling. They they seem like they're coached pretty well. I love DeAndre Swift. I, I, I do like Montgomery more than I like Swift as a talent in a vacuum, but obviously this isn't a vacuum. This is a pretty good defensive line uh, that I like with Okwara and Harris and Williams up the middle, uh, in addition to Emily McNeil, who I really like still. Uh, it's, just, it's just such a different such a different situation. Plus, you know, you, you get Swift in space. He catches the ball a lot more. He's just a better fantasy matchup, honestly, for everyone. And it's just fine. Uh, so yeah, I've got Detroit in this one. I think they'll win. I think they're, I don't think they're a better team than Chicago. I think they match up a lot better against Chicago than most teams though, with a good, with just a good offensive line. I think that's how you kind of beat the bears. You give your quarterback time, uh, and you hopefully don't throw near Jalen Johnson, or you have a good tight end that hopefully won't be covered by Roquan Smith. 
I think that's how you can beat the Bears. Um, and the Bears are a beatable team, obviously. They're, they're what, one and two, I think? I want to say. Doesn't matter. But yeah, all right, moving on to the Titans and the Jets. Not much to talk about with this one. The Titans are only six and a half point favorites. Kind of odd. The Titans are, I think in my power rank is the Titans are in the top 10. The Jets are like 30th. This one isn't close. I don't need to spend much time on this. This feels like an A.J. Brown breakout game. As much as I do like Bryce Hall, he can't cover A.J. Brown. Julio, I think is trending in the wrong direction even, honestly, which is kind of shitty. It, it sucks for sure. I don't know if he'll play, but even if he does, expect a fun Corey Davis, uh, you know, a revenge game. But Christian Fulton has been very good against number one wide receivers, man. You love to see it. I, I will talk about Diggs when I go to Dallas, but man, I, I think I nail Fulton. He's going to be a good cornerback. And they have Jackrabbit. Like, Janoris Jenkins is Jackrabbit, right? Well, they have Janoris Jenkins, whatever. This is a good Titans defense. They're going to show up versus the Jets, and the Jets, I don't think, will be anywhere close. They have under 44.5. I think the Titans could score, like, 35 or 30. I mean, if it, it like doesn't even matter which way you go on offense. Like, if Derrick Henry has 200 yards then that's fine. They'll, they'll dominate. And if Derrick Henry doesn't rush for that much, they'll probably be throwing for 300 yards through the year. I still don't hate Zach Wilson. He showed some, you know, promise, but he's still a rookie quarterback, and this is going against a good defense. The offensive line has kind of let him down. Love Michael Carter, but he's the running back isn't going to be enough to take them to the next level. If they are not stupid as fuck, and they actually play Denzel Mims, maybe they have a shot. Without Denzel Mims, game over, bro. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but I, I, I do still feel strongly about that. Uh, but anyway... All right, moving on to the Browns and the Vikings. Man, I had the Vikings in the playoffs. They beat the uh, Seahawks, who are now 1-2. Crazy shit. The Seahawks have played some tough matchups, man. Uh, but they get the Browns. The Browns are at Minnesota, and they're 2.5-point favorites. I like the Browns straight up. They're still one of the best teams in the AFC. Even though the Vikings, I think, are a playoff team, I'm not even thinking about it. And if, if there's ever a time to sit any Minnesota Vikings wide receivers... It's going to be uh, a versus a Cleveland Browns team that got nine sacks last week and has Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, and uh, Newsom in the secondary along with Jalen Johnson. Uh, and, you know, the combination of Ronnie Harrison and whoever, whoever else plays safety down there too. JOK has been one of the best linebackers in the NFL in coverage so far this year. I know it's been three games, but whatever. He's been great in coverage. Uh, I... I think if there's ever a time to sit those guys, or if you have better options, especially like Thielen, I'm not starting KJ Osborne, even though, or yeah, Osborne, even though he'll probably get, you know, greedy or someone else. I think this would be the time. Kirk is really good with no pressure on him. They'll get a lot of pressure this game. Uh, I, I don't know what Cook's status is. I think he'll be available probably, but we'll have to check into that on Sunday. Uh, the Browns are going to keep the ball away from the Vikings as much as possible. Kirk panicked also probably isn't too good. Uh, as long as things go right early for the Browns, I have no problem taking them. Minnesota defense, though, pretty good. Didn't let up a single point to Minnesota, even though they did miss a kick. I think it was Myers' first since 2019. But they did miss a kick, so they would have maybe scored three points. But even three points against a good Seattle team in the second half is pretty impressive from the Vikings' defense. Patrick Peterson, we've all seen that thing, or I think most people have seen that that route that DK ran on, uh, on Peterson on Twitter. It was insane. Patrick Peterson is nowhere near as good as he used to be. We knew that last year. We know that this year. I think the secondary action for Minnesota isn't that good. I love the front four. I'm a big fan of that front four. There are some okay pieces in the secondary. I like Dan Zantler, obviously, as I said a billion times. I mean, I like their safeties, obviously. Or was it ha Harris is the safety they still have? I forget his name. God, I gotta, I gotta look that up because I just, I blank. I know, I know one of them's on the Eagles now. I want to say that's Harris. Yes. Okay. They kept Smith, right? Okay. They kept Harrison Smith, which, you know, makes sense. Um, he's a good safety, obviously. 
I hate Rashad Breland, but I love the defensive line. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, you know, Kendrick still with like leading a pretty good linebacking unit too. The defense is not bad, and the secondary is definitely suspect. Peterson, the number one, is kind of bad um, for them, and that might hold them out of the playoffs. But I think they're still like a nine-win team. They just can't beat the Browns. The Browns are going to win the division. They'll get at least 11 wins this year. They just keep controlling the, the, the game like they have. Baker has not looked very good. If Baker has to play hero ball, that might be yikes, but Baker does have a few hero ball games in him. Getting Odell back was nice. They're they're not in like a complete easy groove like at all, like uh, like they should be, but they're kind of, you know, working and working on it. I think they'll get into a groove hopefully this year because Odell's still good um, and I think he can beat anyone, Brashad Beeland, even Denzeler, and, and Patrick Peterson, Minnesota. So I expect him to have a big game. The over-under is 51. I kind of like the under here. Uh, if, you know, the game goes like I'm predicting it, which, you know, any given Sunday, the Browns will just be running the ball. They'll probably get to 28. Minnesota, I don't think will break. I don't think will break 21 in this one. Maybe the Browns don't even break 21 in this one. Uh, if, if Baker struggles and they're not able to run the ball, because they weren't able to run the ball last week. And Minnesota does have a good front four, but I think it's a better pass rushing front four than anything else. So, you know. There, that is what it is. Yeah, I got so I got the Browns in that one. I'll take the Browns minus two and a half for sure as well. I want to make sure I, I'm I, I've said all these for the ones that I've done. Just 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 as a recap, real quick. We're like 15 minutes in, but still, I'm taking the Jaguars uh, plus seven and a half and straight up. I'm taking the football team minus one and a half uh, and straight up. I'm taking the Lions plus three and straight up. I'm taking the Titans minus six and a half and straight up. And I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half and straight up. All right, this one I'm not going on that pattern anymore. We're going with uh, it's the Miami Dolphins versus the Colts. Colts going to get their first win against Jehovah Brissett? It's possible. I believe it's definitely possible, but Miami's going to win this game because they're a better team. Just generally, they're a better team. I, not much else for me to say about that. Jehovah Brissett did, you know, take the Raiders to overtime, which I don't think the Colts could do. <laughs> I can definitely say that. So I, I'm definitely in on Miami on this one, for sure. They're only minus one and a half. That's probably going to be one of my best bets. I love that. And I'll take them straight up. Uh, minus 136 right now. I don't really care about that. The over under is 42 and a half. Mm, that under looks kind of nice, not going to lie. Uh, but yeah, this is a Miami game. They have two shutdown corners. Uh, as much as I love uh, Michael Pittman, who's been very good so far this year, he's not going to be able to get the best of Xavier Owens and Byron Jones. Like, I, I just don't think that's possible. I love Miami's defense still. They've got great players. They've got good players all over the place. Uh, it, it's pretty... I don't want to say it's pretty undisputed. That sounds kind of like a weird phraseology or phrasing or whatever like that. But I, I, I do like the Miami team. Uh, yeah, I, I love the front four. Um, I'm, I've always been a big fan of Rowe, even when, uh, and Baker, the linebacker, even when PFF doesn't like them. Still a fan. Still a fan of Jones. Definitely not really close. And, you know, Jacoby Reset. He wasn't terrible last week, even though I haven't watched that game in full yet. I, I I don't think he was bad from what I saw in limited, you know, viewings. But he's got Will Fuller, Waddle, and Parker. I, oof. I've been saying it all year. Indy has a terrible secondary. I don't know how they cover those guys. I just don't know how it's possible. I, I don't think they will get even close to being able to cover these guys well. Uh, hopefully, Will Fuller's over these personal issues. You know, hopefully everything's good. He's not too hurt or anything like that. Hopefully, he gets to play. You got Gasecki, Waddle, Parker, Fuller. I, the Indianapolis will not be able to stop that, even if Jacoby resets the quarterback. If two was a quarterback, it'd be even better. But even if Jacoby resets the quarterback, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, Miami, Miami on a landslide. They're going to win this one. Now I've got a really, really fun matchup to watch. This is super interesting because I, well, obviously I'm taking Miami minus one and a half. And I'm taking them straight up. But this man, whew, this is a, this is an interesting one. We got the Panthers and the Cowboys. The Panthers are. Uh, four and a half point underdogs in Dallas. 
<sighs> I the Panthers are just ahead of schedule. You know, if you listen to me and I talk about the Panthers, I talk about the you know the the progression of Matt Rule. Year three is when they get it, but they're three zero right now in their second year of the Matt Rule turnaround. That is fucking insane to me, dude. I I don't think I don't really think they're a playoff team. I don't think they've played too tough of teams. This will be a real tough matchup though versus Dallas. This is a real test. Um, without McCaffrey, Darnold, I don't think has looked very good. I don't care what anyone's saying. They think, you know, he just needs to get away from, from Nagy and all that stuff. Doesn't really matter to me. Although I think Matt Rule's a good coach and everything. I think that might have helped him for sure. He relied on CMC a lot in those first two weeks. Didn't rely on him as much. They did throw to Chuba, who is not that. And I'll say it. I think most of you should know it by now, even three games in. I don't care. Dallas is a good defense. Micah Parsons is going to be an elite edge. He's already kind of not proven that, but I've seen that a lot in college. I've been banging my fist for him to just play edge the entire time. He can be a good run defender at edge, too. It's not that hard. Um, with, with the way he's bendy and the way how small he is on the edge, doesn't even matter. He's good against tackling running backs. He's great rushing the passer. And Diggs, the cornerback Diggs, Trevon Diggs, I want to say is his name. I know his last name's Diggs, whatever. He's number seven on Dallas. I watched him all year. Um, and I liked a little bit of what I saw last year. What is his name? It's, is it Trayvon, right? Yeah, Trayvon Diggs. He, he might have been, like, one of my bigger miss, misses of the 2020 draft class. This guy already seems like a shutdown corner. It's, it's boggling my mind. Can you imagine if they had a shutdown corner in Diggs, Demarcus Lawrence was healthy the entire year, and they kept Parsons at, uh, defensive end? This, this defense would be even better than it is right now, and it's good right now! Like, Leighton Vander Esch has been pretty fine, um, you know, never getting back to where he was before. I, I even think Randy Gregory, uh, you know, he's he's okay. Um, you know, maybe he'll get back to where he was in the past, but he was he's okay. I like him on the other edge of Parsons. I think it's fine. Um, we have we have obviously we have uh, Jalen Smith, who is fine. You know, not the same as he used to be either, but still pretty fine. Um, and I like both their safeties have been playing well. You know, it's been the problem for the Dallas is the secondary. And if you get a shutdown corner like Diggs and Curse actually plays pretty well, oh man, this is gonna be. A good defense, a legit good defense, and I don't really think Darnold has faced a legit good defense. Um, let me double check. Who did Carolina play? Uh, Panthers. I know they're three and zero, right? But who who have they played so far? Um, preseason. Oh god, I was like, wait, what? They played the steel. Oh, that didn't happen. Okay. Uh, did they beat? Yeah, okay, they beat the Jets and they beat the Saints. Saints defense is legit. I can definitely say that. Um, this is a bad game from, I want to say Winston. Yeah. Being too conservative. The defense really won this game for them for sure. And also McCaffrey was used a shit ton. A little bit different. Okay. A little bit different than the situation he's in right now. I think I can definitely say that. Um, the New Orleans does have a really good defense. A hundred percent. They have a very good defense. So beating them even generally is, is very good. I can admit to that. They're a better defense than the Cowboys. I definitely misspoke. Nevertheless, the Cowboys have a way better offense than the Saints do, and it's not close. That is the other side. And as much as I like the Panthers' defense, and I love that front four, you know, don't get me wrong, I like them. Losing J.C. Horn is tough. I don't care if they're traded for C.J. Henderson. He doesn't seem ready, and he probably won't be ready anyway. Defense is so hard to learn. He's still learning it, and, you know, they, they just got him over here. Um, I, I do like Dante Jackson. I think he was good last year. I think he's good this year. You know, Chin's been fine. Shaq Thompson's been good. Obviously, Reddick has been a lot better than I thought. That guy Fox, too, in the middle. I see him on plays all the time. Pretty, pretty good defense, honestly, even now. But against Dallas, that's, that's it's not the same. It's not the same as anything the Panthers' defense has faced. I mean, 
if we think about it, I know we talk about how good they've been. They've let up, like, no rushing yards and all that dumb shit. Like, I get it. But they've got him against, um, I was going to say Sam Darnold because he's playing the Jets. But Zach Wilson, Jameis Winston, and Davis Mills. Going against Dak Prescott and that high-flying offense is a way different animal. We can all agree on that, right? A way different animal. Um, I think Cowboys by seven in this one. So I'll take the Cowboys minus four and a half, and I'll take them straight up in this one. 52 and a half over-under is kind of about right. Um, the defenses are, I still think, the uh, again, they haven't faced a lot of good opponents, but I still think the Panthers have a pretty good defense, probably average to end, end of the average, like below average a little bit, probably around like 18, 19 is where I have them right now. Maybe, and the Cowboys are a top, I want to say top 10, top 12 defense, and the offense is a top five offense. So yeah, going to be tough for Carolina in this one. Um, it's a really good start for them though. One of my bold predictions was that they make the playoffs, do not have more than 10 wins, but make the playoffs. They could, they could get to nine wins and make the playoffs, you know, with a hot start like this, but I don't really believe in Darnold. Um, I, I like the offensive pieces, but losing CMC for a little bit is going to hurt them now. I don't think the offensive line is that good. It, it's probably fine middle of the road, but, uh, you know, we'll see what Parsons and Co. can do against them this week. It, it's going to be a really fun game. Probably the best one o'clock game to watch, honestly. Uh, and then next we have the, uh, the Giants versus the Saints. The Giants are seven point underdogs. The Saints are, uh, at home. Uh, pfft. Gonna be tough for Saquon, honestly, in this one. I can definitely say that. They got good linebackers, good uh, good defensive line, obviously. And Marshawn Lattimore has looked like last season, second half of Marshawn Lattimore, which you could just say 2019 Marshawn Lattimore. He's been really good so far this season. Very, very uh, interesting to, to note that happened because Jenkins was the better cornerback last year. But Lattimore has come back and been insane. Uh, he's going to shut down whoever their number one is. I don't really know the status of... I don't really know what the status is. It's going to be Sterling Shepard uh, and even Darius Slayton. And, and, and uh, it looks like Galladay's dealing with an injury, too, going into this game. Could be fun to see Kadarius Tony get involved like last week. He was my fourth-ranked uh, wide receiver on my big board in the 2021 draft class. I'm still a big fan. Don't like him with Jones. You know, what... what I don't know why. See, the reason I didn't buy into Jones' hype as much as everyone else did after the game that all of us watched against uh, Washington in week three, two, in week two, excuse me, felt like week three because, you know, it was so close, but it was a week, two, two weeks ago. Anyway, um, it's because they ran a lot of fun RPO, or not fun, they ran a lot of good RPO action and then let Daniel Jones run. They just got away from it last week. So I don't know what to expect this week, honestly. But I don't, uh, honestly, I don't think it matters. New Orleans Saints have been a better defense than Washington has. This is not a division game. I don't expect, you know, him to be able to run all over the, I don't expect Daniel Jones to be able to run all over it. And the Giants have a pretty bad offensive line still. It's going to be tough for Saquon. It's going to be tough for Jones. Depending on who they have as a receiver, it's going to be tough for the Giants offense to do anything. And then defensively, I still like the Giants. I really do. But knowing that the Giants offense is so bad, Knowing that New Orleans has a pretty, actually a really good offensive line, which should come as no surprise to anyone. They've still been very good this year. Uh, I, I think the Saints can just relax, have a cautious Jameis, be cautious Jameis, be very conservative Jameis, and have him throw the ball 25 times. Don't let him have shit rip, because that's how he's thrown his two interceptions this year. Or, I, I hit two interceptions in, in week two, whatever. I don't know if he threw any last week. Uh, I don't think he did, but maybe he did. I think they let that do that, run the ball with Kamara. Um... They'll just win that game outright. The over-under is 41. I think it's probably even lower than that. It's a pretty low over-under, but I'm lower than that one for sure. <sighs> All right. Then we've got... Yeah, okay, so I'm taking the Saints minus 7, taking the Saints straight up, obviously. we got the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Eagles are 7-point underdogs. I'll take the Chiefs minus 7. I'll take the Chiefs uh, straight up, obviously. Um, over-under is 54.5. It's a high over-under. I might still take the over on this one. 
this this might be the fantasy bonanza of the week. I, just, I don't know. I just don't know. And I've said this a billion times in tweets on the podcast. I don't know what Kansas City's defense is. They're like not that good, but then they have these big splash plays that like score points or just you know they have like a, a a really good play sometimes, and they just it just changes people's perception and it makes them look worse than they are because they give the ball back because they made such a good play for like an interception or a fumble recovery and a touchdown. So it just you know, it's weird, but I expect them the defense to score like maybe one or two touchdowns, or the special teams to score one or two touchdowns this week against the Eagles because they always seem to win these big games. But you know, Hertz wasn't that bad last week, honestly. I think he's coming into his own a little bit as a passer. I liked what I saw. I think he might actually be a good quarterback in this league. Su- surprised? I- I'm very surprised. We'll see what he does against Kansas City, though. This is an easier matchup than Dallas, definitely. He should probably be in the game a little bit more. Needs to run the ball a little bit. They need to run more, just like the Giants. Run more RPOs. Sanders with the RPO. He only got to rush twice last week, and his both his rushes were good. Run those RPOs. Run Jalen. Run um. Run what's his uh. Run Miles Sanders, and hopefully you can try and control the game, Philly. You won't probably be able to because Mahomes will. You know, I know people talk about how good Mahomes is, and how he's like 9-0, and he's thrown for, like, no interceptions in the first half of the first month of the year for, like, the past two or three years. He's been bad this time. He's had two bad games, only one good game. That's because he's not that good in September. I've been screwing it from the mountaintops for fucking forever. One of my best bets last week were the Chargers. They won the game. I was surprised they won, but plus seven was too easy money to place up. I made a shit ton of money on that. It was on my Twitter. You should check me out. Baking Games Jesse on Twitter. I have good shit on there. I just... Yeah, man. I... I... Just Mahomes isn't good early on. He settles in. He gets a little, you know, crazy with the throws. He, he was throwing a lot of, you know, bad balls last week. I think he'll calm down. He's a lot better in the, in the middle of the season. He'll be fine, obviously. I don't think people are doubting him, but he did have two bad games these past two games. This is a correction game. The Eagles defense is probably pretty average. I don't like the secondary. Darius Slay cannot cover uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, they can't cover Kelsey. They're, they're going to rock him. Uh, I like the front group from the Eagles. Uh, I think they signed... Oh, what's his name? He's been wrecking it this year, and I'm totally blank on his name. I have to look it up real quick because I I feel like he was on the Steelers before. Oh, what is his name? The defensive defensive tackles Hargrave, right? Yeah, Hargrave. Yeah, Jaron Hargrave. I want was he was he a was he a Steeler before? I don't know, but I do like the defensive line with Cox, Sweat, and Hargrave in there. Big big fan of that stuff. Huge fan. Steven Nelson and uh, Darius Slay in the secondary, not a huge fan of. Don't really like their linebackers at all or the rest of the secondary outside of Slay. Nelson, probably an upgrade from what they had last year, but you know, still is what it is. Uh, I, I, there's no way they're going to be able to stop Kansas City. As much as I do like Sweat, and you know, he's one of the guys that I really popped on film last week or last year that I put in one of my preseason threads. Also, he got a big deal this year, which is cool. Uh, the defensive line is pretty good, but and I have been saying that the Chiefs offensive line has been kind of disappointing. But they are still a very good offensive line. Maybe they'll gel more as the season goes on, you know, with the, with the new guys who are being added. Especially the offensive line, it can be tough, you know. And then also Creed Humphrey's also been playing center. And he's been actually one of the better centers in the NFL. It's just very surprising for me. Thune and Brown on the left side, very good. I like Smith uh, on the side on the uh, as the other guard as well. He's fine. Uh, he's also a rookie, but it's still fine. I, I like Trey Smith a decent amount. Uh, Edwards Alaire is a good running back. He's run the ball fine. It's going to be a little tougher against Cox in the defensive front, but they should get involved more in the passing game. I, he was a good pass catcher in college. I guess Mahomes just doesn't throw to running backs, which is really dumb, but if Mahomes can settle down, like I think he does later on in the season, maybe he throws the ball to Allaire a little bit more, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for, uh, because I think they need to do that with this game, at least to return value. Still think he's a good runner. Still like the offensive line a, a good amount from Kansas City. I'm a fan. Um... Tyreek Hill needs to break out. Maybe this is a Hartman game, though, too. Or a Byron Pringle game. Mahomes is going to throw for, like, 300, 350 and three touchdowns. So you, you can you can book that in. Now, on the other side, though, 
I do like starting Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts a lot. He's like my quarterback eight. I, I, I'm rolling with him no matter what. He was, I don't think he had a bad game. Some people said he had a bad game on Monday. I don't think he had a bad game. A decent amount of it was in garbage time, but he still made some very nice throws. Uh, I, I don't think there's anyone in Kansas City that's going to be able to shut down Rager and, uh, and Smith uh, at all. So I think that could be a fun. Quez Watkins has been a surprisingly good guy. You know, people think, you know, Ertz is a bad, uh, a bad tight end, but he's still there. He's still been pretty good, you know, up in his trade value every week. They really should trade him, honestly, especially when they drop to one and three, I want to say after this week. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they only beat Atlanta, right? Philly's only beat Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I think that's accurate. But anyway, uh, I, I think that they have some pretty good receivers, and the tight ends both are pretty good. The offensive line's not been playing that bad. They paid someone, I think recently, who who's, I think it's his second year, and he's looked pretty okay so far this year. I don't hate the offensive line. Uh, I think it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, what is it? It's not, oh, Dillard. Dillard was good last week. I was really happy to see that, having this coming back, feeling pretty good. That's what I was thinking of, Dillard. But there's another guy that I'm, I can't, can't put my finger on, but I thought they just paid someone on the offensive line. It's not possible I missed it. Hopefully, Lane Johnson is better, too, but the offensive line's fine. I like what I've seen from Hertz. I love Rager as a number two. I love Sanders. This will be a shootout game. It'll be a lot of fun. Start all these guys that you can. Start any any piece you can get in here. I think the 54.5 is almost the highest over-under, I think, of the week. Yeah, it seems to be just about that. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to the Texans and the Bills. The Texans are 15.5-point underdogs versus the Bills. Um, This is fun for me because Josh Allen hasn't been that good this year. Um, he's benefited a lot from short fields and big mistakes from the other teams, honestly, and they couldn't beat the Steelers in week one. Well, people, I think, think that's an anomaly for Buffalo. I know from watching film uh, that it's not, and that Buffalo isn't as good of a team as everyone thinks they are. The defense has still been good. That was the one thing that I was, you know, I would, I'm not rooting against them, honestly, or anything like that, uh, but the defense is the thing that's been keeping them in the games. I love, love their defensive front. Like, Bro, Jerry Hughes, Starly Tulele, uh, um, what's his name? Oliver from, what was he, Michigan or some shit like that, right? Ed Oliver. Oh, he was Houston, sorry. Um, Gregory Rousseau, they work in AJ Epinesa. I love that defensive front, man. Give that another year, that defensive front's gonna be fucking bonkers. And they'll still have White and, and Hyde and Matt Milano and Edmonds, uh, and, and Poyer, right? Like, I, Wallace has been okay too, but man, this defense is really good. Really, really helping them out, which is why I think I'll take them to win the game. I want to see what that 15 and a half point spread looks like. Cause I, 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 I won't take any NFL team over 14. I don't think I'll take the points in almost every case there. Like, I don't think Davis Mills is very good, but Houston's defense isn't, it's like top 25, 20. Maybe, maybe it's top 20. Maybe it's in the middle. They're like 22, 21. Maybe. Um, I don't think it's actually that bad of a defense, but you know, we saw what, a, what, you know, a short field can do to a good defense, even against Washington football team. I love what I saw from Singletary and Moss. They both run the ball hard. They've had pretty good run blocking to follow. Um, they've been fine. I'm starting them wherever I can. Cause you know, they'll probably have the ball a lot Buffalo. Um, but 15 and a half points, man, I can't take that. You know what? If I have to say it now, gun to my head, I'll take plus 15 and a half from Houston. I'll take the bill straight up. It's not impossible that Houston can win this game, because I don't think Buffalo is that good of a team. But even if Buffalo starts to kill Houston, when they actually play good teams, I'll be all over that money. And if you listen to my podcast, and you listen to my podcast, and you believe in what I say, when the Bills actually catch a good team, well, let's actually check the Bills schedule real quick. Because um, when they catch a good team, they're going to be rated way higher than, uh, than they should be. Oh, they play the Chiefs, and they play the Titans, and they play the Dolphins again on Halloween. That'll be fun. 
man, I'm probably going to be taking the Chiefs and Titans, and maybe we'll see the Dolphins right at that point. But, man, I'm going to really, really enjoy making money on the Chiefs. Maybe even, maybe the Chiefs will still be, the Chiefs will probably still be favored, but maybe not by that much because the Bills probably beat the Texans and people still think they're really good. But when they play the Titans on October 18th, whoo, you bet I'm going to be laying a cool 20, maybe even 30 on that game with the Titans straight up. Man, that's going to be fun. Oh, shit, is that a, is that a Thursday night game? October 18th. That sounds like a Thursday night game. Oh, shit, let me check. Oh, oh, it's the Monday night game. Oh, it's a Monday night game. Oh, man. I'm going to have so much fun with that game. Make so much money on that one. But whatever. We'll, uh, we'll get to that when we come. I'm a little off. A little off on this one. But we'll, uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. So anyway, I got the bills straight up. Uh, I'll take the Texans with the plus money. Moving on to the next one, which might be the fork. Oh, no. Is this still Monday? No, this isn't still one o'clock, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, I think they're four, uh, four o'clock games. Anyway, we get the Cardinals and the Rams in the next one. The Cardinals are three and a half point underdogs at the Rams. Just like I took the Rams in the last uh, pick pick'em game, I'm gonna take the the Rams in this pick'em game. They're my Super Bowl team. Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donalds are unfair together on the defense, and the rest of the defense isn't that bad. I, I really like Floyd uh, coming off the edge, who benefits from the good guys in the interior. You know, don't get me wrong, it's not all he's doing. He did that in, in uh, he also benefited from other good guys when he's in. Uh, uh, Chicago as well. You know, he's always benefited. He's still not a bad player, but not a great player. Love the defense. Love the offense. Matt Stafford making a great case for MVP, which I also put money on, which I also bet on. All that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just taking this straight up. Not too much to talk about this one. I don't know if Kirk or Moore is going to be good this game. It's a toss-up every time. If you, like, need to start these guys, because maybe you're, like, have a four o'clock decision and you're losing by the time that rolls around, maybe you want to try one of those guys. I don't know which one to pick. I think Kirk had a good game last week, so let's go with Moore this week. Start Rondell Moore. Fuck it. Let's fucking go. Um, the Cardinals straight up at plus 180 money. You know, if you really believe in the Cardinals, you think I'm wrong, you think the Rams aren't as good, you know, this division game, maybe the Cardinals have some advantage, which I will relent a little bit. The plus 180 is nice money there. You probably won't get that against Arizona very, very often, honestly. Um, but I'm taking the Rams on this one. They're too good of a team. Deshaun Jackson isn't hurt yet. He might get hurt in the game because after a good game, Deshaun Jackson gets hurt. But maybe they'll start, we'll start seeing Tutu Atwell being used because they drafted him the second round with their first pick of the draft last year. And they haven't really used him except as like a punt returner. So, you know, m- maybe once Deshaun Jackson gets hurt, which they can be counting on, which to be fair is probably about right. And also, I, I don't know if anyone paid attention to the Twitter, what I wrote. Deshaun Jackson should have had like 200 yards and two touchdowns, maybe even three last week. He was he was behind that defense the whole time. And if Arizona has to just even pay attention to that, these rest of the guys are going to feast. It, it, it's an impossible offense to stop. Sonny Michelle looked really good against one of the best defensive fronts in the NFL, especially against stopping the run. They got fast edge guys. Vita Vey up the middle and Dominican Su- Insane front four. Um, and, and Tony Michelle even look good. They've got a good offensive line, better than, than the Cardinals. This one's an easy one for me. I'm taking the Rams. All right, we got the Seahawks score plus three at the 49ers. So basically, this is a toss-up. Um, I feel like if the Seahawks have won that game, they would have been favored by three points. So that pretty much tells me that I'm 1,000% taking the, the Seahawks. An easy, easy one for me. I don't hate the Niners. Um, the offense with Jimmy G kind of looks like the 2019 offense, you know, fast throws, Jimmy getting the ball out fast, letting those guys like Ayuk, who wasn't on the team at that time, and Debo, who I believe was a rookie at that point, just run around and be good after the catch. Uh, I, I really like the offense with Jimmy. You know, I think, oh God, what is number? Trey Lance has like three touchdowns this year on like two passes or some shit like that. That's been crazy. Um, but as long as, you know, Jimmy's the quarterback, they do fast plays. I think they might be able to beat the Seahawks defense, who is still a pretty good defense. Jamal Adams, do not forget, is a great playmaker. Alton Robinson had a great game last week. They have good linebacker. They have a good linebacker. The secondary might be a little suspect. Maybe they were, you know, I want to say DJ Reader was the guy they were counting on. His name is Reader or, or Reed, maybe, was the, the, the guy they were ex- expecting to step up in place of Shaquille or Shaq Griffin. 
Um, yeah, Reed Jr. He's been okay. Flowers is trash. Um, I, I, you know, Adams is a, is a great, you know, playmaking safety, but he's a box safety. He can't really cover that well. Diggs has been kind of bad too. The secondary, I worry about a, a decent amount for, uh, this Seahawks team, but I think the defense is still a little bit underrated. Love Robinson off the edge. F uh, Ford is fine too. Uh, but you know, besides that, uh, Russell Wilson, insane. DK Metcalf, insane. Tyler Lockett, you know, has big games and he comes down a little bit. Has big games, comes down a little bit. He was down last week. Maybe as a big game this week. Chris Carson looks just like Chris Carson. You know, Chris Carson is like worse James Robinson, but not by that much. Like, they're because Carson is more of a plotter than Robinson. Like, I love Robinson. I think he really cuts well, but he's a strong running back. Carson's just a strong running back. And you know what? That's like a running back of the old days or like the 2000s days. It doesn't matter. It still works in the modern NFL. You hit guys in the face, especially linebackers who, you know, a lot of teams are using for coverage. They'll get the fuck out of your way if they want to or not, you know? I, I really like uh, Carson as a running back. He's He definitely has a ceiling because he just runs the ball straight, which is fine. But he's never really going to break big ones. So he has a little bit of ceiling for fantasy, but he's a clear RB2, a very, very good RB2. Big fan of what he has to offer, honestly. Um, and against, you know, a team that has a pretty good defense, but I don't think they have a really good defense against the run. Carson might feast more than people are thinking, honestly. Um, for San Fran, though, you know, if you want to start Ayuk, I don't hate it. If you want to start Debo... I don't hate it. You should probably start both of them, honestly, because I don't like the Seahawks secondary too much. And the Niners have a good offensive line, especially running the ball. I think running the ball, they'll be very good because they always are, honestly. But I still think the Seahawks won in a fun matchup. We got the Seahawks Niners and the Rams Cardinals. This is, this is a great division to watch. Man. It's going to be super, super fun to watch. All right, the next game. So, oh yeah, so I got the Seahawks minus three and I got the Seahawks straight up. I got the Rams minus three and a half and the Rams straight up. Now, we're moving on to the uh, Ravens-Broncos, and the Ravens are one-point favorites at the Broncos. Kind of insane, but I'm definitely taking the Ravens. Um, and I'll gush about how much I like the Broncos' defense. I have them with nine wins this year. I have them missing the playoffs. I have the Raiders instead, but they could make the playoffs. They're 3-0, but they play some kind of crappy teams. The defense is legit, though. It's a legit defense. Carolina wasn't able to shut out the Jets, and people think they have a really good defense. The Broncos shut out the Jets, although they did miss a field goal, but nevertheless... Very, very good defense. Love the cornerback. There's there's just no holes in this. E even Jewel's been good, the, the linebacker, who I didn't really think too much of coming into the year. Simmons is great. Uh, they had a great, they picked a great cornerback um, instead of taking a quarterback, but whatever it is, what it is. I uh, love the defensive front. You know, Von Miller was, I think, defensive player of the week, right? Still have Chubb there. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of this defense. Uh, Chubb's not hurt, right? Did he disappear last week? I'm going to look that up real quick. Bradley Chubb. Is he injured? Oh, he has been injured. Okay. Okay. So he, he's undergoing surgery. I thought that's why he wasn't on the field last week. Okay. Just making sure. Double checking. Um, but I, I, it, does, it doesn't really matter. Still with Von Miller. Like, who, 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 the, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck asked? Who the fuck cares? Well, I'll say that one, you know? Uh, oh, they got, yeah, Harris. I like Jones. Purcell. Sure. Those guys are good on the line. Yeah, Simmons. Uh, Simmons still plays with him, right? Or did they, oh, they cut him, right? They did cut him, right? Yeah, it's just Harris and Jones. Jones is the other guy. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I like Von Miller on the edge. There's still, the defensive front is fine. Probably better against the run. You know, like I said, Jewel's been really good this year. Came out of nowhere a little bit. Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, unfair defensive uh, defensive safety duo. And Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, Patrick Sertain. Dude, I, like, I'm sorry, but what happened? They're four deep good receivers. Like, what? what is this shit, dude? Um, but whatever. Darby's hurt, and it's fine. Uh, three, three deep is okay. Kyle Fuller, Bryce Callahan, Patrick Sertain. 
Very, very happy to have those all, all those three guys there. I don't know how you get past them. <laughs> I just don't know how. And for the Ravens, it's going to be tough, but I, <laughs> it's not close. Teddy isn't a good quarterback. He's a fine quarterback. Never asked him to win you a game, and he's going to be asked to win this one. The Ravens are going to win this pretty easily, I think. They're both minus, actually. Denver's minus 102, and the Ravens are minus 116. I get that. The over-under is 45 and a half. It's a pretty good over-under. Good defenses, for sure. But Lamar is the better quarterback by far, and that is the determining factor. And uh, the Ravens are going to win this one, handily, I think, by by like by seven or ten. I think by ten. Honestly, I take I take them twenty-one to ten. That's what I think the final score will be of that game. Go Ravens! They'll win that one. Uh, I, you know, uh, just speaking on Denver real quick. I like Sutton. Think it'll be a little tough game, even if he gets twenty-three with the hair. Ar- Arnett or Everett, uh, Averett, like A V E R R E T T. He's been playing pretty okay. You know, definitely helped by. Owe, who is one of my Defensive Rookie of the Year picks, he's been really good so far. Calais Campbell's been very good, kind of forgot about him last year, wasn't as good last year, has been very good. Pressure in the interior, man, you can't ask for anything better than what Calais Campbell does. Maybe like Kenny Clark or maybe Cox or maybe, uh, or obviously, um, at reigning Defensive Player of the Year for like three years in a row. Uh, I always blank on him. I literally can picture these guys harder than I can like remember their names. Aaron Donald, Jesus fucking Christ, and me. All right, but uh not but but moving on rather um it's hard for me to tell which running backs uh, or not hard for me to tell the broncos are settling into like a 50 percent usage for each of these guys or maybe like 60 sometimes and 60 for the other guy but javante williams has been good in two back systems before he's been good so far like what i've seen from melvin gordon even though cj mosley did jack him up the line last week that was pretty funny but yes still still a very very good uh good running back group the offensive line's been pretty good it's just Teddy's not going to be able to win this one for them. Maybe if they get up early, maybe they get some defensive plays, maybe Lamar's, whatever. Lamar's still really hard to cover for any defense, even if I think the Broncos might have the best defense in the NFL. I just, uh, I, I don't think you can ask Teddy to score more than like two or two touchdowns or three touchdowns this week. And the defense, uh, the running game's still good, so maybe if they're able to do that, maybe they're able to get up early, maybe they can run for whatever reason on the Ravens, even though Patrick Queen's been a great tackler, mostly because of the interior pressure that they've gotten, interior uh, guys holding up the line, but... You know, Queen's there to clean it up, which is really nice. Uh, you know, he's definitely been worth that first-round pick so far this year. Uh, he was first-round pick last year, but still. Nevertheless, I like the Ravens. I'm taking them easy. Next one, we got the Steelers and the Packers. The Steelers are 6.5-point uh, underdogs. It's in Green Bay. They're plus 225. I've got Green Bay straight up and minus 6.5. Yeah. Uh, Najee had like 23, or like, what do you have, 19, 20 targets last week or some insane shit like that? Fucking ridiculous, dude. Literally saving his season so far, because outside of that, he's been bad. And he did a lot of it against Eli Apple. Will he do a lot of it against Kevin King? I think he'll be covering the wide receivers, and he'll probably get, uh, either a guy who can tackle better than Eli Apple, or they use a linebacker on him or some shit like that, because Baron Roethlisberger is a checkdown machine, because he's afraid to throw the ball, he's got a terrible offensive line. Uh, Green Bay looks good. Preston Smith has looked good in the run more last week than, than he did uh, rushing, rushing a passer, but Kenny Clark's looked good. They can get pressure in the interior and the exterior. Uh, it's a bad Steelers offensive line. He's going to be looking to throw the ball a lot. No one is getting away from the insanity that is Jair Alexander. I want to say the third best cornerback in the NFL right now. Maybe the second after Jalen. It's tough. It's close. But yeah, the Green Bay's going to beat them. I don't think they're going to be able to cover... Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to cover either Jones or or Adams. And Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. This one's kind of easy for me. The Steelers have a shot, but not a good one. Packers win this one. Oh, uh, MVS had a long game. Um, if you're really thinking about it, or like as a last DFS play, 
I like what we can see MVS do in this game. You know, Minka has been kind of off the secondary. I thought I liked it better so far this season. I think that still is true, but depending on how healthy Watt is, you know, if they were able to get as much pressure as they did in the first two games, at least the first game, I think we can see some fun MVS st stuff happen this week. A lot of fun stuff. Um, I, I don't think he's a better receiver than uh, Lazard, but... He still he gets those big touchdowns, you know. I like I like DFS play. He's, he's always a good DFS play, and against the Steelers, I think it could be a really nice one this week. All right, then we got the Buccaneers and the Patriots. Um, look, I like my Mac. He's been pretty okay so far. You know, he's put up some good stats. I've liked him fantasy, but the Buccaneers are a different animal. I know they've let up I think the most passing yards in the NFL, but who have they gone against? Right, Dak, Stafford, and then who do they have in week two? Bucks schedule, schedule twenty twenty one. Who do they have in week two? They they. Why, why am I blanking so hard? The Rams, the Buccaneers. Oh, and the Falcons, sure. But they beat the shit out of the Falcons. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. I don't know how they got 24 points defensive plays. I forget. No, Matt Ryan had two for 300. But he threw 46 passes. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, it, it's, a, it's a way different animal the, Buccan the Buccaneers are facing against a not anemic uh, Patriots attack, but you know the best part of that attack is the, def uh, the offensive line plus a running back. The Buccaneers have maybe the advantage. They're maybe one of the only teams have an advantage over the Patriots in that kind of such scenario. So I don't really see a good avenue for New England to win. It's Tom Brady versus the Patriots the first time ever. Going to be insane to watch. I usually don't watch all of the Sunday night games or I just watch it the next day, but uh, this one is different. <laughs> it's so different, dude. Like you, you, you don't know, or you do know because it's a Patriots uh, revenge game for Tom Brady. It, it my, this should be the most watched game in NFL history because, you know, there's more people on the planet now, more people watching the NFL now and all that stuff. So this should be the biggest game you've ever seen. It, it, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, I don't think the Patriots should be minus seven, so I might take them plus seven. Right now, I'll take Tampa Bay uh, money, and, and then I'll take New England plus seven because they have a good defense still. You know, Tom Brady hasn't been perfect this year. He's had a lot of bad throws like he normally does. He's a great decision maker, though. They've got great receivers, but New England has a really good defense, and Bill Belichick's a defensive master. Maybe he's got some stuff cooked up for Brady, you know? So I'll, I'll take plus seven New England, and I'll take uh, Tampa Bay straight up, though. I think Brady wins this one. I, I think it's pretty pretty unlikely that he loses it. It's possible, though. You know, I mean, Brady, last game as a Patriot, did lose in the playoffs, right? That was his last game. Yeah, yeah, in 2019. So, we'll see. Uh, Jacoby Myers is probably the only start besides Harris if you have to. I just like Jacoby Myers. I think he can beat anyone, even Davis. Uh, he's a really good player. Hopefully, Mac isn't too rattled because they have a good offensive line for the Patriots as long as, you know, everyone's healthy. So, um, taking them plus 245 is... Not even the worst thing they were. The over-under 49.5, I kind of feel like the under is a good play there. Both good defenses. Um, I think they just expect Brady to score, like, four touchdowns and, like, 500 yards, which is possible, but, I mean, he's got great receivers. He can do that stuff, even though he's young as, or old as, young as, old as fuck. <laughs> he can still do that because the receivers are so good. That's really helping Brady out a lot. People don't talk about that enough because I like them, but they don't talk about how good they've been. Um, anyway, moving on to the Raiders and the Chargers. Man, I, this is a tough one for me. You know, the Raiders are my baby. They've made me so much money this season. I, I really like them. Derek Carr has been great this year. I'm a big fan. <sighs> but, you know, I think I might have to take the Chargers in this one. Herbert's been so good. No, you know what? I lied. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm staying with the Raiders. I'm doing it. Fuck the haters. We're going with the Raiders. Uh, this is in LA, but, I mean, the Raiders are, were in LA, right? Not that long. Or, you know, Vegas or... Weren't they in LA? No, they were Oakland. And then where did they go after Oakland? It was it Las Vegas? Whatever. I don't care. Um, 
Anyway, uh, there'll be more Raiders fans than Stairs and Chargers fans, so they're plus three, but it's not like the home field advantage pick them. I think they just like the Chargers more, which is fair. As much as I, you know, maligned uh, Herbert in the past and haven't think he's, he's been a very good quarterback, he said three very, very good. Phenom- very good. I don't want to say phenomenal, but very, very good games. He did lose that Dallas game. Don't get me wrong. I think Dallas is a good defense, but, you know, after that game, he was two touchdowns, three interceptions, and two interceptions were huge. One was in the end zone. He is inaccurate sometimes. That definitely is true. But he's had some really, 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 really good throws deep. I love his... I, like, I was going to say like love. I love his deep ball. He's got a great deep ball. Uh, it really helps him out a lot. And I think I maybe didn't recognize that last year, which might have led me to dislike him more than I actually think I do. Again... Uh, we'll see. I, I still think he'll be a middle of the pack quarterback, but you know, a top fifteen quarterback going forward. And I've always thought that since his first, since his rookie year. I just don't think he's a top ten quarterback. Sorry, not sorry. Fuck you. Uh, fuck the Chargers fans too on Twitter who dragged me. Fuck those guys. They're pieces of shit, and I hate them all. And they're dumb as fuck and partisan and just they're stupid. Fuck them. Uh, except for I, I like a few. I like a few Chargers fans on Twitter that I follow. They're nice guys, but the Chargers fans that came at me, they can suck my dick. They think Justin Herbert's god. I, I had one of them. He said he was a top three quarterback, better than Mahomes. They're insane people. Whatever. Good that you have a young quarterback that you like. He's better than Philip Rivers. I'll say that. Uh, uh, okay. But okay, sorry. So I, I guess to talk a little bit more about the Chargers. I love this defense with the Chargers, man. Derwin's looking more healthy than he's ever looked. Uh, at least in the past two two years, you know, he was hurt all last year. I think he was hurt the year before as well, or at least played hurt and wasn't as good in 2019, I believe. Uh, Asante Samuel is maybe the steal of the draft. I love what Rashawn Slater's doing. They have really upgraded their offensive line. Obviously, we knew that coming in, but sometimes you don't see that immediately with new offensive lines, stuff like that. But they're immediately getting in there and they're they're playing very well. On the other side, though. For the Chargers offense again, you know Eckler. I like Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams and Justin uh, Justin Herbert are like one of the one of the better combinations. It's like Corey Davis and uh, and Zach Wilson. Great combination together. Great quarterback wide receiver combo. Love them. Uh, and you know Keenan Allen's obviously very good too. Uh, but on the other on the other side, the Raiders have three three edge guys in the top sixteen for PFF's pass rushers. It's Yan Crosby and. Who is the other guy? Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, Max Crosby, and what's the other guy's name? Shoot, I'm. I gotta look. I'm looking it up real quick because I don't remember. Um, Max Crosby and Gakwe. Man, who's the last guy? <laughs> Shoot, I'm not gonna think of it. I have to look it up. Oh, Nasib, Carl Nasib. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. You know. I've been saying it, and they've been they were a playoff team for me coming into the year. I put money on that shit. I'm gonna make a lot of money on that one when they make the playoffs too. Adding KJ Wright, adding Yannick Ngakwe. I always like Carl uh, Max Crosby and Carl Nassib. I even like Cleveland Farrell. Uh, Gerald McCoy, I believe is he on the IR or I don't believe he's been playing either way. Corey Littleton, I still like. I think he's a pretty good guy. Denzel Perriman's good. Uh, uh, Morig in the third in the second round was a steal. Casey Hayward. Even Nate Hobson playing good. Trayvon Mullen's been really, really good this year. Um, I like Amrick Robinson, too. He hasn't really gotten too many snaps, um, uh, at least in slot. I think he's a pretty good slot receiver, though, uh, or slot uh, coverage guy. Uh, Abram has been playing really good at linebacker. He needs to stay at linebacker or, like, box safety linebacker. He he, he should never play free safety. He's terrible at free safety. Uh, he, he needs to play up up, up in the front. He, he's fast. He's, he's a hard hitter. <sighs> I just want to see Tyree Gillespie get out there and play, man. That's all I want to see him do. Just play this guy at safety, man. You can get Gillespie and Morrigas two safeties going forward. They're going to be so good. I, I really love this defense, and I loved it coming in. Um, I, I, I wish I saw Dam more Damon Arnett, man. I'm really expecting him to play more, but, you know, 
Mullen, Hobbs, and Hayward have all been very good. Although, I want to say Casey Hayward's been in the slot, right? I'm going to double-check this real quick on PFF, but... Oh, no, he's been playing wide. Has Mullen been playing in the slot? No, it must be, uh, must be Hobbs, then. Yeah, Hobbs isn't playing in the slot. Okay, that's fine. I, you know, Nate Hobbs was... I didn't really think much of him in the draft. I don't think I had him too high, but he's been playing good so far. And, you know, Hayward and Mullen have been really good. Uh, I'll definitely say that. Um, I would like to see more Arnett, though, but with the way these guys are playing, it's just deep, you know? And Rick Robinson, like I said, I like. This is a deep, good team, man. I, I, the defense is really good. And we even, we even even talked about the offense, who Hunter Renfro is a great slot receiver. They're using rugs appropriately, just setting that motherfucker deep and taking defenders. Brian Edwards is a good uh, wide receiver. We've known that for a while. And Derek Carr was leading the NFL in, in, uh, in passing yards. It's, it's fucking insane, dude. He's always been a good real-life quarterback. It's finally showing up on the stat sheet, you know. He, he was never really the same after that injury in 2017 when they made the playoffs and they couldn't do anything because they didn't have Derek Carr. He's gotten, he was got back to that last year even. They just didn't have the defense to back it up. Now they have the defense to back it up. They're a damn good team. And it's tough for me to pick between the Chargers and them because I actually really like both teams, but I have to go with the Raiders there. Um, so I'll take them plus three. I'll take them straight up plus 40, 144. You know, they're three and oh, and they're still plus uh, 144. <sighs> Insane to me. Herbert's got a tougher matchup uh, this week. Um, he's had some tough matchups in the past, like the football team and uh, Dallas. He And he was two interceptions or three, interse two, three interceptions, two touchdowns in those ones. He got four touchdowns, looked really good against this Kansas City. But he also, I, I definitely can say, on film, he looked good against uh, both the football team and uh, and Dallas. But, you know, getting another tough opponent, we'll see, you know, if he's able to get past those mistakes that he makes every game. We'll see. We'll see what kind of quarterback we get from Herbert, uh, quarterback we get from Herbert, because it's only been three games, and I didn't like the film I saw last year, so... Maybe he's turned over a new leaf, and he has so far this year, but I don't know if it'll stick. We'll see. Uh, it's interesting to watch. I, I'm, it's going to be a really fun Monday night for me, um, even though, oh God, am I going to, I'm probably going to have to watch film on Monday because I'm not off Monday. Oh man, that's going to suck. I, I might have to do like fast film next week, which sucks. I hate doing fast film, but I might just have to watch the games and, and not even write about them. It sucks so much, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. Um, cause that game is too, it's too tantalizing to pass up, man. You know what I mean? I just, ah, God, I want to watch that so bad. Cause you know, I really, as much as I like talking week to week and who I like and all that stuff and how things change, I don't really change my mind too much, but my preseason predictions to the end of year predictions are where I fucking nail it and where I feel the most confident. And the Raiders I've been doing so far, I had the Chargers being seven and 10. So we'll see if that happens. They're two and one right now. When they lose to the Raiders, they'll be two and two. You know, we'll see. But yeah, man, I, I appreciate y'all listening in for the hour that I ran about sports uh, every Thursday. Um, yeah, hope you like it. Let's go Jags tonight. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports. And be sure to tune in next time.